welcome back, fellas, and uh, everybody, I should say, everybody included. Welcome back to another episode of American Dudocracy. Well, we're fellas. Well, you know, some days. <laughs> yeah, some he, days. Him, he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a loose way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My pronouns are Metro and <laughs> Metro Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Kamikaze, what's up, buddy? How you doing? It's good to be back in the honey hut doing another another recording here. Right? Hitting another session. Another session, another cigar. Yeah, dude. It's uh some of my favorite times, man. Mm-hmm. Sitting around here with you fellas, talking smack, mm-hmm. learning about things. I would say it's a little early for a cigar for most people, but <laughs> hey, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. What the heck? You ever just dip the end Why of not? your cigar in coffee, I guess, like a cookie? <laughs> yeah, coffee flavored, right? Dave's <laughs> smoking on a triple roast over there. Yeah, so. that's pretty pretty dandy here. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Hey, we don't discriminate. We uh, we we hit them all all times of the day and night, all times of the week. Mm-hmm. We are always talking smack. Yep. Well, not always. We we got a few days in the week where we could fill up some more time, but you know we do have these things called yobs, and uh, <laughs> they take up a bit <laughs> of our time. Kind of get in the way of everything. Yeah. Yep. Boo, boo. Well, fellas, man, there is. You know, skimming through current events, and it's like nine out of ten things are Trump, and then one out of every ten is is something else. And there's no rhyme or reason to that other one, but boy, it is just like a Trump plaster. You know, the media, I think they really love Trump secretly because they love, you know, bashing. Obviously, nine out of ten, right? Yep. It's a lot. They love Trump. They'll never say that. But they do enjoy oh, it's writing easy. and smashing. And well, he's got so much character and color that it's like, uh, and, why and not? Convictions since we're on <laughs> yeah, the sea, right? That's I mean, right. Yeah, he's true. convicted on his his feelings mm-hmm. and his approach. And uh, we like that he is too. By the way, well, you so. know, at least he stands for the things that he stands for. Because the rest of them, as we've discussed, just flail in the wind, man. It's like, oh well, today I believe in this, but tomorrow I'll believe in whatever you tell me to believe in. So there's no zero, you know, and that's and that's hey, that's our own fault, man. That is our own fault. It's it's interesting because I we were just kind of briefly discussing and I guess we might as well drag this up to, you know, being involved locally and with the local scheme of things. Right. Like so Colorado been kind of out of the Colorado regulatory rulemaking stuff for a couple years as I've, you know, been doing other things, but kind of reintroduced myself over the last week and sitting in some of these rulemakings and discussions and steering committees, dude, it's made up of environmentalists like radical. Oh yeah. So, so sorry, let me, let me provide a little color to what I'm talking about. So Jared Polis elected governor. He comes in and he revamps and reappoints and he puts his team together to run all of the state's business. Right. So the, the governor's like the CEO of the of the state. So when the CEO steps in, the CEO has the ability to put people in charge of all the different things across the board that run the state. And one of the things in every state, especially here in Colorado, is the energy. The energy sector and within that energy sector 
you have the regulatory commissions, you have the planning and the permitting, and you have the oil and gas commission, which is like the high court that decides the rules and the final regulations. And they litigate with all the stuff that goes down and people that are against the law and people that are for the law and all the whiny stuff that's in between. So, so all of these commissions and all of these appointed positions and all of the administrative groups have all been revamped from the top down since Polis stepped into office. And the way that it used to be here in Colorado is you would have a spread of professionals on the commission and they would involve, they would include like a, a environmental science major. They would involve a lawyer. They would involve an engineer of oil and gas. They would involve an landowner, a landowner. Yep. Exactly. They would mineral they, owner. Yep. They had like this representative group, one person from each area that was potentially or not potentially affected by oil and gas development within the state. So you had a real voice of people that represented the state. Right now, what we have is we have a radical environmentalist group running the energy division within the state. Mm -hmm. And what does that do? That looks a lot like communism right now. They all get together. They all read from the script. They all stick to the provided narratives and they push the agreed to agenda regardless of the discussions. And I saw it firsthand. So, so yeah. Real quick at the very beginning of these meetings, which just, Oh, that still just rubs me weird. They start going off with this apology statement. Like before they start any one of these meetings, the state meeting, they start off by apologizing how terrible we are, how wrong we were. To how take racist we are. Like, what? what? They do. They straight They're, up did. Are you kidding me? First that, and that, foremost, we believe in justice and equality here in Colorado. And we're going back and we're trying to right the wrongs of the racist past that we've had. And, and trying to provide environmental justice to the people who've been disproportionately impacted. Dude, it's... Are you serious? Straight up. Every meeting. It's, 100%. It's, I don't remember any of this, but maybe I wasn't involved. It's hard to listen to. It's the, the way that they're trashing Coloradans and stuff. It's <laughs> are we going to have reparations here then too, or what's <laughs> just wait? I All believe... this talk, you know. Yeah, yeah we'll see okay. where that goes. All right, I got we'll reparations going. coming. <laughs> I got reparations coming. Forty-five dollar gift card for participating. So thank you to all you other taxpayers in Colorado. <clears throat> I got a forty-five dollar gift card coming. And spoiler alert: you know what I'm going to do with that forty-five dollar gift card covered the state of Colorado. I'm going to donate it. To oil and gas people to try to fight against the machine. Mm -hmm. So we are going to rage against the machine and fight this bullshit. So anyway, so yeah, so yeah, I just uh, attended uh, one of the Zoom meeting hearings for the steering committee for midstream stuff. And then there's a commission hearing coming up the end of the month. And the commission is like the big one, right? So the commission is like the Supreme Court of Colorado for energy. And they're the ones that ultimately are pushing and making all these decisions. It rises up to them and they stamp it or deny it or make them start over. Uh, so I provided comments to both of those. Um, now, what I will say is it's kind of fun, you know, not being tethered and not being restricted or re restrained in any way. Uh, because what used to happen is 
working for a local company and trying to keep people working and employed and development on the hook. Um, the state of Colorado had the authority and ability to withhold our development permits if I were to speak out of line. So they would, uh, sounds a lot like the mafia. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you better, you better pay your fees, <laughs> pay your fees. We'll, we'll protect you. What are you protecting me from? From us. You so just you, keep your mouth you, shut. You pay, you pay yeah. your fees. Do you remember the good fellas? Yeah. Where he's yeah. like, F you pay me. Yeah. But I lost my job. My house burned. F you pay me. But I broke my leg. I can't work. F you. Yeah. Pay me. It's like, dude. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Pay me. <laughs> yeah, pay me. If you don't pay me, not only will we take it, we're going to kill you. We'll break your other leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's kind of fun, man. So reintroducing back into the fold now and getting reinvolved, like none of these people that are there remember that we were ever a thing here. So. This is three years ago. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, three years ago, leaving leaving the industry here in Colorado and going elsewhere to work because we had to. Um, so now coming back in with with the knowledge and experience and and attacking the bullshit narrative and and calling out the lies is super, super. It's fun. It's fun in a sense. It's sad that it has to happen, uh, but it is. It is very rewarding because the truth is the truth and it's, it's fun to just throw truth out there and you can watch the faces of these people. And they're like, Oh, well, we don't even know how to handle this. Uh, where's the script? Like there's nothing on the <laughs> script against the, I, I don't even thank you for your comments. Um, no. But anyway, so getting involved, man. And, uh, you know, trying to right the wrongs and and figure out where we're at, but this is just on a local level. So, I can only imagine how disproportionately influenced our politics are across the nation with all this radical group think controlling agenda that's being rolled out, and it's funny. It's it's scary is what it is. It's not funny. That's a scary thing. And if you're not in Colorado, I mean, we're basically setting the blueprint that other states are following now. The EPA is actually looking to Colorado on some of their yeah. regulations and making it federal. New regulations, <laughs> yeah, from them, the Squad BC that just finalized. Yeah, they got a lot of that from Colorado. So if you think it's Colorado, who cares? This doesn't matter if I'm not in Colorado. Yeah, it matters, right? What well, what starts in Colorado doesn't end in Colorado. No so way. We are absolutely setting the path for this this liberal agenda, and the green thing is emanating right here. Very overregulated. You know, what's funny is I was listening to some news on uh, what was happening in California with their nuclear plant. So <clears throat> evidently, it uh, produces eight percent for California, and they're having, of course, the, all of the. Uh, Tree huggers want to get that thing shut down, and it was supposed to happen here, oh, two or three years, uh, you know, to start pulling plants apart and, you know, shutting the damn thing off. But they finally, somebody must have spoke the truth and said, you know, we don't have enough power in this state, and we're already browning out everything, and everybody's 
electrical cars and the charging stations aren't working like we thought they would. The power grid is yep. way insufficient. You got to hit that end so, of the road before they finally start seeing absolutely, it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And until people are starting to freeze or whatever, overheat and so forth, they're not going to listen. But, you know, the agenda still marches on. But they ended up having to uh, extend that another four or five years, according to See, that. So. It, this just blows my mind because if you're very much for the planet and the green movement and stuff, nuclear should be your number one. Mm -hmm. There is no adverse, there's no CO2, there's no NOx, there's none of that. Mm -hmm. So what what's the issue here? Yeah, there's had been some past histories, but in America, how many lives have actually been taken from nuclear? None. No, it's the safest by yeah. far, right? And I'm, a, the, I'm an oil and gas guy saying that. So that's like me, you know, cheering for competition, if you will. And I'm fine mm -hmm. saying that. There, there's nothing wrong with that. But cheering for the truth. Cheering for the truth. Yeah. And also calling out hypocrisy when you see it, right? Like you, <laughs> I mean, what? If you're all about saving the missions and crap, why would you not champion that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why, and, why, 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 why? and everybody's dealing, especially with nuclear, it, the what ifs. Well, what if this? What if that? And yeah. hey, let's just live in fear and let's shut all that down. That was um, what how if many we all, years ago was Three Mile Island. Yeah. That was in the 70s or 80s. 78. Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl was in 84. Yep. I mean, a lot of water went another bridge since then. These are way more uh, more efficient and, and safer to operate now, especially the small modular units that they're making now but they are stupid expensive i guess that's the main downfall but if you have an existing one why would you shutter that mm -hmm. right makes no sense so you just named a couple a uh, couple of nuclear issues um neither one were in the united states well three mile island was but that 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 was a pre meltdown it never actually went yeah. Meltdown. They, they, they freaked people out, they but nothing it. actually happened, which I think is a good story to tell. Yeah. Caught it and stopped it. And yep. Redirected. But Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl. Oh, uh, Fukushima. Fukushima. Yeah. So as we talk about that, what are we doing right now? We are ditching energy within America's borders and we're sending it overseas where there's less regulation and less oversight and less QA and quality control. Just like Chernobyl and Fukushima and, oh, because we don't want to look at it. We're going to shove it overseas. And what's happening is the emissions and the offset, the negative impacts are increasing, I'm going to say arguably easily tenfold overseas versus what they would be if we just did it here where we could actually watch it. We could put Americans to work. We could provide cleaner, more affordable energy within our own borders. We could sell it to other countries and take the power away from people like Putin and Xi. And we could supply the world with clean, affordable, reliable energy where we could actually regulate it. Well, we were on our path to do that. We were an energy yeah, exporter. We were net energy yep. exporter under Donald Trump. Yep. And gas prices, what were gas prices, Dave? Buck, buck and a half, buck 75. Oh, but they're all the way down to $4 right now. <laughs> well, that's because it's all election year. It's down to $4 and, and dropping right now. But yeah, uh, all the way down down to four from 150. 
But we're saving you <laughs> yeah. money. How does? Oh, we're oh because we printed the other three dollars to yeah, give and you and your and your groceries. How's that you know, working? The, uh, yeah. I'm I'm really happy about that. Just so you know, yeah, I love paying all these extreme prices for my groceries and I know, do too. Just the just the ability to live so much better and than mean tweets, not having any savings. I love that. Hey, we're supporting China, and global economy, Africa, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. I global like economy. That. That's yeah. We we're should do- we should put these nuclear plants back overseas too. <laughs> I mean, right. and let them not? charge us. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll just we'll just yeah. pay for them to put them over there. There's way less regulation, so they can be done way cheaper. Yeah, yeah. we'll put kids to work in them. Because, you know, there's no unions and there's no benefits. You don't need to benefits if you're seven. You're only going to live till you're, <laughs> you're only going to live till you're 10 anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Get to work. Medical yeah. insurance is pretty low at that age. Yeah. And when yeah. you grow yeah. another arm out your back, you know, it's it's just yeah. one of those things that happens. With, you don't even need life insurance because yeah. you're just a kid. You don't provide any money for the family anyway. Right. Like, come mm-hmm. on. You're making a buck a day. Shut up. And go to work. <laughs> Reading rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, just put it overseas, man. Look at we could save all that money if we just put it overseas and put kids taking care of it. Come on. Come on. Why we are not? the world. Yeah. Yeah. They could double up. They could work that job during the night. And during the day, they could make really fancy clothes and shoes that we sell here in America for hundreds of dollars. We could double them up. They could they could provide twice the boost for our economy and, and we go, wouldn't even have to look at it. It just arrives in a, in a beautiful box and then go mine cobalt in the off, off time. Yeah. 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 For their vacation, summer yep. vacation because their college fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that who would do that? We, that's all just a joke. People wouldn't let that happen. That's far-fetched. That's conspiracy theories. <laughs> Stop it. What I want to know is let's let's do a hypothetical thing here. So just even Colorado or even America, all right? Because where it's where it's heading is, you know, California's driving Colorado, and of course they overtook this state. They flipped it. Oh yeah. So and that's the whole point of Colorado with Polis. But um so let's say we do, let's boot all energy as far as petroleum, natural gas, and so forth out of U.S., what now? How does that gonna, how's that going to look here in, let's say, 10, 15 years? I don't think you even have to look that far. I mean, we're mm-hmm. seeing some of this in California right now, right? Yeah, you put too much reliance on the unrenewables, unreliables, and what, what's the result? Failure, right? Yeah, what's that going to look like, though, when we do that? Is we it go like countrywide with it? Yeah, yeah. it's going to look dark at night. <laughs> Very dark. You'll be able dark to see the and stars cold. better. The light, yeah, light pollution true. will go away along with yeah. the <laughs> emission. Pollution. Yeah. <laughs> you need to erase those stars, too. Those are obnoxious. Right. Yeah. Miraculously, emissions go down when you're shivering in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know what's funny is uh, there's this, uh, I was listening to a clip on this uh, astrophysicist that was talking about, you know, what's out there in the uh, cosmos. And he's basically saying there is not a planet out there that doesn't have methane or um, radon, any of these gases and these large petroleum fields that these scientists are, are see, uh, believing they're out there. I mean, 
you know, they're on every planet. It's like every everywhere. It's, you know, it's not exclusive to Earth and there's no global warming out there. Hell, it's on, you know, they got all these natural gases on Uranus. So, but yeah, my, my right. point is like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it, <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, he said there is such a hypocrisy and people are not really seeing the true picture of what's being preached to us. Mm -hmm. So sad. It is. <laughs> we're just, we're just lucky that we've narrowly escaped catastrophe every year for the last 4,000 years <laughs> because we, we raise our taxes just enough to avoid disaster. Yeah. We're, we're so lucky. We've been just, just ahead of the curve. Oh, Y2K. Oh, global warming. Oh, oh, 2012. Oh, 20. Oh, global, oh. global cooling was huge we're here about what? 30 years ago. Yeah, we're going to freeze. Yeah, ice we're age die. coming. We're going to, Dude, fear, fear is a great lubricant for communism. And that's what we're seeing, man. <clears throat> People buy into the fear and then they grab their little cape and they put it on and they save the world by doing nothing. And that's that's the MO. That's the MO, dude. And, and if you haven't, I would encourage everybody, please. Please, you don't have to participate, but please view and just observe one or two of these energy rulemaking discussions somewhere. Just observe and just look at the discussion that is being had versus the discussion that should be had. Look at the information that should be there and look at the information that is there and and just make that discernment for yourself. And and then sit back and wonder why your energy bills are increasing three and four hundred percent year over year, because idiots are in charge. I've I've come to that determination that the idiots are leading the charge, and they're speaking to the next level of idiots. <laughs> And the next level of idiots are waving their idiot flag. So in the land of the blind, the Cyclops is king. And it's amazing because that's where we are. Dude, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. There there were mayors, dude, M mayors on this call that I was on part of. And they're lost. And these are mayors. These are people that have been elected to run a city. And they're freaking clueless. <laughs> Straight up. Yep. It's like, holy shit. Well, the, the, own, the commission itself, the, the regulatory body, I mean, they've got the data and stuff that they ignore. You can't give them stats or facts. They, they, they could care less because that doesn't follow the agenda. Right. So I think that part is sobering. If you just want to look at this from a scientific perspective, if your mind is more that way, look at all the data we're collecting. In Colorado, we had to go and do a bunch of air monitoring for we've been doing this for a long time now. We have oodles of data. Uh, what are they doing with it? The system, will, it's like down right now. They can't even analyze reports we sent in two, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? You make just, us do all this crap. You don't even look at it. We can't even look at it for three years. You just need to get on board, Dwayne. Be a yes man. 
I guess we have to. Yes. <laughs> We're doing all this crap. <laughs> As an industry, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Dwayne. And- Be a yes they. Yes. <laughs> yes they. <laughs> Be a yes them. Come on. Be a yes them. Mm-hmm. Let me correct that, Dave. We're, Sorry. We are a yes they. Them. Those. <laughs> We're... It's the only way that it makes sense is, is is it none of it makes sense. So all of it makes sense. Right. Right. If we get together and we're going to have a, a a very pointed meeting on energy and how that can affect our lives, if we can't even agree on our pronouns, then the meeting will just get stuck there. And then the king of the pronouns decides. Right. King or king. King guess what? A- <laughs> Queen. Well, that assumes a gender. King, queen, king, queen. The the leader, the leader of they. I don't know, man. I none of it makes sense to me, and it's it's just as asinine. It's it's worse. It's worse than I thought. It's straight up worse than I thought. Well, we've been infiltrated, you we know, have. and it's like anything that we see as morality is also being infiltrated. That's a whole nother topic, but. You know, if you can if you can take and get a slight path just to the left or wherever off off the track, pretty soon you're in the freaking rocks. And and that's where we're at today. We're in the rocks. Yeah, they're pushing so hard for one way. And mm-hmm. it's like we this is a everything. Everything's on the table approach, not a limit your options approach. Right. You have to have options for energy right we've yeah. got a very complex uh, our demand is going up by the way not good not down and uh yeah they can't even come up you know we can't keep up with the demand on our own but yet we're trying to cut the foundation of our yeah, yeah it's just we're what how we do, are how do we get here we are actively <laughs> working on eliminating 80 percent of our energy source so we can provide more and cheaper energy it's stupid. I'm going to sell you. Okay, let's switch gears. Let's go to health. I have the best diet ever. See, what you do is you you eat whatever you can eat, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You can eat out of a box. You can eat. You can eat carbs. You can eat all the sugar. You can eat all of it. You can drink all the alcohol. You just throw up after you eat every time. <laughs> Be like see? a Roman. Yeah. See, and that, that's the best diet. And And if you have trouble with that, then there's drugs that I'll give you that you can take to numb the fact that you're puking all the time. So you'll just be happy. You can eat whatever you want. You just throw up. Yeah. That's a good diet. Oh, okay. It's a good diet. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. New age. New age. Yeah. Uh, follow the science. It works. <laughs> <laughs> what about my body and all the nutrition? You're racist, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize that. Man, you're racist. I can't believe Bigots. you brought that up. That's that's how that's how privileged your life has been, Dave. There are disproportionate communities out there, Dave, yeah. that would be mad at you right See? now. Wow. Oh, it was just a simple I can't question. Believe, I, you know, I can't believe you question the narrative, you racist bigot. <laughs> Man. I, I'm sorry. I guess I need to pay you more money. They are mad I at you. I need to repa- <laughs> repair you, repar, whatever it's called, reparation. See how easy can that I is? Please yeah. pay you Look more. how easy that works. Wow. If you're a naysayer, you're just a racist piece of crap. Yep. And okay. if that doesn't get it, then, then you're bigot, you're xenophobe, you're... You don't understand your uh, boomer. 
Anti anti Semitic somehow too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anti Semitic. I, I I thought I heard some anti Semitic <laughs> right tone. To I that, I just said something about nutrition. I'm sorry, fellas. I really misogynist. <laughs> terrible, Dave. I can't believe you're that bad. Yeah, I'm a terrorist. Terror. Yeah, yeah, I'm a terrorist. There you go. Terrorist yep. too. Yeah. Terrorism. Yeah, you're domestic terrorist. Such there. an right. infidel. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> terrible man I, I can't even believe that you can't just follow the science and follow the diet just follow the science climate denier climate yeah <laughs> planet killer big oh, oil well, bastard dang it dang it bob. see how easy that is bob wow that is easy going Dave yeah. bob yeah <laughs> i'm gonna try that right it's a good diet works oh, results man. yo results <laughs> yo that's the diet we're on for energy like we're just gonna mm. we're just gonna eliminate all our energy to where we're all fighting over the bullshit energy and it's going to cost buku dollars but somehow it's better it's the same it's the same concept actually i would argue that the bulimic diet makes more sense than the energy path we're on it does because at least the bulimic diet you lose weight it may, yeah. I mean, you become anemic and all that, but it, hey, that's a good thing. It's good for at least a couple days. Yeah. Like you're going to lose weight on the energy diet that we're on. We're just going to die. <laughs> we're just going to kill people. It's stupid. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm going to try not to get upset and try not to cuss. Matt, why don't you tell us how you really feel? Dude, I, okay? could, I could ramble. <laughs> and I could rage on this for probably a couple of days, but I, I won't. I feel like you need to calm down. Yeah. We so, are on a rant here. So I think <laughs> they need therapy. I, I think you know, it's, it's, the, it's the first part of the year, right? <laughs> so what I'd like to do is throw out some, some fun predictions. We could go back in the records and kind of pull back in a year or two. And be Let's like, you know it. what? We had that discussion, didn't we? So the path we're heading down, I mean, I don't see us short of some big, huge thing deterring from that path, right? I mean, yeah, we can put obstacles in. We could slow it down a little bit, but we're not doing that. Even the industry is not doing that, which I'm a part of. Personally, I can't do a lot of that because I work with these people that you mentioned on the, the call earlier. I work with them. Right. So I can't I can't be the one going out and saying you suck and you're this terrible and right. So it's a little hard for me, but there's as an industry, we're we're kind of falling down on on that approach as far as why are we not standing up and and calling a spade a spade on this stuff? But anyway, so aside from that, what where where are we going? What path are we on? And where what's gonna be the the next domino to fall? Right? We're seeing some kind of rolling blackouts and crap, brownouts and California, what's going to happen? Maybe try to keep it to Colorado or America, you know, with the EVs. Um, what's going to happen? So I'm going to predict that here in Colorado, by the end of 2024, so we have a year now, the end of 2024, uh, we are going to see a mass exodus of oil and gas producers because we've regulated them out of the state and i'm going to predict that our utility bills and our and our property taxes are going to double by the end of this year that's my prediction so i'm going to say i'd agree with that double energy bill utilities double that and double your property taxes because they're going to come 
for the money to pay for these bullshit policies somewhere. And they're going to attack those two things, I think. I agree. So that's yeah. my prediction. It's going to be almost unaffordable to live here. And then, of course, the problem with Colorado is it's going to flood over into other uh, states as well. You know, this is just a pattern. This is a, a, a what do we call that? A footprint. Precedent. Yes, precedent they for try other to states. Set precedent on energy policy yep. here in California, mm-hmm. and once it gains a foothold, then it starts spreading across mm-hmm. the nation. And it already is. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't organically spread from state to state via the bullshit lawmakers, then it goes right to the federal agencies like the EPA, the BLM, and all of those that grab onto it and go, hey, we're, look, see, we're seeing that now. we can make yeah. our jobs easy if we just adopt the bullshit that they've already set precedent for here. We can just say we agree with those rules and we get a save and we're look, we're doing things and we're making progress. And all we got to do is piggyback on their work. Weird mm-hmm. how that works, how government employees just want it easy. Yeah. I want it easy. I'm just picking, <laughs> dude, I'm just picking fights. I am picking fights all over. I have Love I might it. as well say something bad about the Clintons now, too. I just meow, have to break out the body armor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you put a note in there that you did not or will not yeah. commit suicide, though. Yeah, let, let it be a record here. You will be Epstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Let it be a record. I, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't believe in that. It's against my absolute religion and my beliefs in God. So it won't happen. I'm not killing myself, um, but I'm not. I ain't going out like a bitch either. I'm going down swinging. Amen, brother. So right. anyway, so <laughs> I guess what I'd like to see. So we talked about the midstream steering committee, which is putting in this new rule that has to electrify and cut a bunch of emissions by 2030. I don't know that it will see significant progress on that by the end of the year. There's supposed to be a rulemaking at the end of the year, but I've, I want to see like in 2030, what the result of that will be it's so rushed there's just not a not a path it's not even a rule yet nor will it be until at least 25 2025 because they're gonna you know be making a rule on it probably this fall so there's zero chance of us actually hitting that i just don't see that happening and if they try to force it somehow it'll just the cost will it will just go up tremendously there'll be a cap and tax thing trading emission credits i see that coming and I eventually seeing it, yeah, slowing things way down and to the point where the midstream folks who take the gas and, and send it down to the end users and the processing places, they're just going to keep jacking up the rates to the upstream folks, the people who actually produce it, that eventually there will be a tipping point where the price is going to have to be so high before it can even break even. And I think that will drive people out of Colorado yeah and you'll start seeing investments stymie between now and then no one's going to be investing in Colorado that you'll see some impacts on the economy job market will will start to crash um oh then, yeah. yeah running a bunch of deficits and double tripling down on failing energy these green energy practices I think by then we'll start to have some real evidence that dude, these aren't working no. So the real question is, will they start to maybe with the pendulum start swinging back the other way? You know, what's what's so all of these things, right? All of this infrastructure that Dwayne just mentioned. So the way the way that works, quick overview. You go out to the field, you go out to your your area where you're going to develop oil and gas wells. Right. And 
you have to get the product from there to the end users, right? So it's you can't just drill wells and then truck natural gas off, right? You have to have pipelines. Same with oil. You can truck oil. It's 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 more risky than pipelines by far, but there's places that won't let you get a pipeline, so you have to truck it. So you can move liquids via truck. Natural gas is trickier, but it's also so pipelines, right? There's pi- there's I don't know how many miles of pipelines across America. Uh, there are tons, mm-hmm. right? There's more pipelines than there are roads. Uh, they're already there. They're existing, right? They're already here in the state of Colorado. They're existing. And the way that that usually works is they do piggyback along roads. So that way it's one disturbance. You have a road, you have water lines, you have sewer lines, you have pipelines for gas, you have power, you have electrical, Mm -hmm. you try to put all that in that same right away. So it's one disturbance. So here comes this brainiac idea of as these pipelines gather natural gas from the field, Every so often, they have to go through a booster station to re-condense it, re-pressurize it, recompress it, and keep it moving in the pipeline. Because you can't just put natural gas in a pipeline here on the western slope of Colorado, and it'll shoot all the way to California. You have to continue to move it. Push so it, you, yeah. you gather it, you boost it, you compress it, you keep it moving. And what they're talking about doing is making all of those engines that now run on natural gas because natural gas flows in. They use some of that as source gas to the engine to actually run the engine because there's an already on-demand supply and it's the cheapest, most efficient. These things have been in in use for a long time. They're very efficient. And just real quick on that, the the big engines, like above a 1,000 horsepower, which are the majority of these, they are... They passed new rules on that. So right. the requirements, the NOx standards have dropped substantially. Yeah. And everything has been upgraded to, to meet these new standards. Which, so, was, so these a, are which was a California standard that spread yep. to Colorado. Yep. By ultra, we're talking yep. ultra lean burn right. natural gas units that right. are very clean, very efficient. Right. You will not get a better, cheaper source of energy to push the gas. Right. Because if you send that gas, if you get rid of that engine and electrify it, now you got to send the gas down here to the station. They got to convert it to energy. You got to then ship the energy back in the form of electricity to the station. And then you lose efficiencies. Every time you convert an energy from one phase to the other, you lose some efficiencies. So you're losing efficiency by electrifying it. Right. So continue yeah. on. Sorry. Well, that's that's one of the many challenges. Right. That's one of the many actual facts so, so these compressor stations are, are all over the place, right? And there's custody transfer from one owner to the next. So typically an oil and gas operator, they drill the wells, they produce it there on site. And then once it leaves the site, it enters into a midstream contract. So a midstream company, A, might take the gas from the well pad to a gathering facility, B. And then at gathering facility, B, it might cha- transfer custody again to a major pipeline company or midstream company and then they take it they bring it into another plant they clean it they strip it down they add the mercaptan which is the smell that you smell in the house when you have a gas leak because natural gas actually doesn't have a smell so anybody that complains about natural gas odors eh, it's kind of full of it it's not natural gas 
Natural gas has no odor. They have to add odorant to it to make sure it's safe. So anyway. Like propane. Yeah, yeah. So just like propane. Mm -hmm. So they bring it in to that facility. Then it goes from there out to the actual residential and commercial buildings. And it goes into the cities. And it's all to your house and blah, blah, blah. Right? So all of those midstream companies between the operator and the end user will now, according to these rules, be required to change all of those engines into electrical so you have to go back and re-disturb let's just say we were able to do this let's just say we did it so all of these booster stations that are out in the middle of nowhere that cross the country that cross the state you're gonna have to get electrical power (laughs) to each one of these sites so you have to construct you have to go out and you have to do eis's and and you have to do all these environmental assessments and figure out disturbance and see if there's bladder pods and see if there's any protected species of plants and if there's rock and you bring in experts archaeologists and all this stuff to make sure you're not disturbing anything because you're going to have to relay and reconstruct a new right away out to each one of these things to bring power to it whether it's above ground power lines power poles or underground power lines and then substations for power because believe it or not you can't just plug a cord in here in colorado and run it all the way to california or or virginia because just like natural gas power has to be boosted it has to be caught and boosted and there's power loss between a and b as well so you have to size the lines so if i'm putting out a thousand amps or kilowatts here in colorado by the time it reaches california without boosting and insulation it might be 10 get a nine volts yeah right yeah, so all that run a radio out. on it so yeah a ton of engineering right so then all of that has to happen which costs buku dollars so there are instances instances here in colorado that i'm aware of that for one operator one one example one area one station you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars for one. Well, who pays for all that, Matt? Well, just like Dwayne said, what will happen is these operators, when the rule comes out, these these midstream people, people that are in charge of these things, will, will do a, a cost evaluation. They'll go, look, this natural gas that we sell through this station, we make a million bucks a year on. This one upgrade is going to cost us $400 million. Shut it down. We can't afford to do business. Or the customer pays for it. Well, see, that's I'm willing to do that for for global climate change. I'm willing. Let's say you are right. But here's the deal. So if I'm operator, if I'm the one drilling the wells and Dave, you're the one with the midstream company Mm -hmm. and Dwayne, you own the utility company that brings it to my house. So there's three entities involved. I'm drilling the well. And Dave gets these new rules put on him to compress this stuff. And his cost just went up by a billion dollars, one billion, B, mm-hmm. billion a year, right? But we've agreed. I'm going to drill these wells. My cost is this much. I'm going to provide this much gas to Dave so Dave can rely on that amount of gas. So then he can then turn to Dwayne and say, I'm going to sell this much gas. I'll bring it to you. You can sell it to your end user customers. But Dave just said, holy shit. I have a billion dollar deficit now overnight. I'm not going to pay for that. And I'm like, well, but we agreed. I'm going to deliver this much gas. I can't afford to add a billion dollars into my cost because I'm development. Well, I, I can't, uh, you know, I can't afford to do that. I, I'm going to have to pass that cost to Dwayne. Yeah. 
So then Dave and Dwayne talk. Dave's like, hey, Dwayne, guess what? Cost of business went up. So Dwayne turns and he goes, well, I can't raise my cost a billion dollars because the state tells me I can only raise my cost 3% per yeah, year. Two and a half percent or whatever. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> I can't make up a billion dollar deficit. Sorry, Dave. My hands are tied. I can't do it. So then Dave says, Matt, I'm going to have to charge you that much. And then I go to my board and my investors and I say, guys, um, I know our cost per MCF was this much, but now it's going to be tenfold that because the midstream company can't take the gas. Well, my board, my investors are going to go, well, that's a losing investment. I'm out. Well, Dave, I can not only not provide you with the gas I said, but I'm bankrupt. I'm shutting my doors. And then Dave has no gas. Dave has no gas to sell to Dwayne. Dwayne's end users all of a sudden don't have gas. And they're like, well, we'll pay extra. We'll just Sorry, turn on the we wind. Don't wind have and it. solar, baby. <laughs> right. Wind That's how solar. that works. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go out of business, too. Yeah. So, so one other little complexity with this whole thing. So the cap and trade thing. We've heard about this before. This is cap and tax, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, for that example, the midstream company... You know, Dave, you're in the middle of nowhere. You want to electrify this station. You don't have power there. It's going to cost millions and millions and millions of dollars to run power there. And you're going to have a hundred year break even on that from a from an environmental emissions standpoint. It makes zero sense. But anyway. Oh, so, oh, wait, let's talk about that. I don't want to derail you, but we need to talk about that for one second. That's worth discussing. So we're making all those changes. We're potentially bankrupting all these companies. We're potentially taking all that energy away from the end user and, and the emissions reductions are can be so small. Point oh 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 one percent in the positive move. Mm -hmm. So all of that but when you gotta look at the whole thing, right? The yeah, trucking, the the equipment to build the the line, the you know the people to go and build these new the new the power materials, lines, the the all, environmental towers. ramifications on that too. All these exactly. trucking so the and digging you look and at the whole footprint. Yeah. You can't just look at one oh, thing and that's substitute. called cumulative impacts. Yep. It's funny how for development we have to look at cumulative impacts, but regulatory doesn't. So sorry, Dwayne. I just I wanted to <clears> point that out. That was right. worth repeating. So you, you want to do that, and it's just not possible for you. That will absolutely bankrupt you. But there's a company in Denver that has power right there. So for them to electrify that station makes infinitely more sense to do so. They have to hit their mandatory 20%, but what they're going to do is they're going to go to 40% because they can re relatively easily. So that gives them 20% that now they can now sell those credits to you. So you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is pay the fee now. <laughs> Remember the whole F you pay me? Oh, F yeah. F you pay me. Yeah. I got 20% here that I'm going to give you, but it's going to cost you a million dollars for 1% or $10 million. I don't know. Who knows, right? So is how that, bad, are how, we really saving the planet with this? How bad do you need the Mumbo credits, jumbo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this, what? what? what I, You're just getting taxed for nothing. You just yeah. have a fee all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> and it's suddenly my. And are you saving the planet now? Are you. Profit losses. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't do business like that. You got to laugh at this crap. because yeah. It makes absolutely no sense. That's what I was saying. I saw it firsthand. I saw the idiots at work and they're idiots. They don't understand how anything outside their office works. 
They're bitching about oil and gas while they're using oil and gas for their Zoom meeting. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm tired of it. I'm coming out swinging. I'm going to be involved in as many of these things as I can, and I'm going to tell them exactly like it is. And I, I what are they going to do to me? They're already raising my taxes. They're already raising fees and costs of everything where I live. So who cares? What do I have, what do I have to lose? So I think that's the takeaway, Matt, is get involved, right? Pay attention to this crap. They These people are running our nation right now. For sure, the state of Colorado. Yeah. So get involved. Yeah. You will get ran over with these policies eventually. But by the time you do, you'll be too late. Yeah. The roaming blackouts, brownouts will be already Upon there. I, I think with yeah. that in mind, it's uh, maybe you should own your own U-Haul. Because <laughs> you ain't, you ain't going to be able to find a U-Haul. Look at California. Everybody's exiting yeah. all these companies and different things. Yep. You can't I made, afford to live here. I made that prediction, too, uh, about halfway through last year. I said by 2030, the population of Colorado would be in decline. I stick by that. Mm-hmm. It might not even be till 2030 with these new policies. I'll bet you the population decline happens in Colorado. And it makes you wonder if that's not the end goal. So how disproportionately impacted will you be if you can't afford energy? That's where we're headed. That's absolutely where we are headed. And you know, the, the silliness about all this is if you look at China and some of these other countries, and how they, um, they they have no regulations anywhere close to any of this. But yet we're on the we're on the bandwagon of saving the earth by raping America. China still does nothing. None of these countries are doing anything. They're taking advantage yeah. of us. Why yep. would they? Yep. Yeah, they're watching us destroy That's, ourselves yeah, over here. We are imploding, and, and, and they there, are. You get some more batteries. <laughs> Climate change, climate change. You go, climate change. Yeah. Hey, we need to fire up another coal plant over here because we need some more batteries for these Americans. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's let's take some of that money they gave us and let's do another study on how bad natural gas appliances yeah. are. Send yeah. it to the regulators. Build more warships and yeah. yeah, make their country isn't, strong. Isn't Putin like an investor in the Sierra Club and some of these? <laughs> Is they, Russia like heavily involved? In- yeah, it's brilliant, right, dude? That's- that that's right from the the mouth of Fiona Hill, Doctor Fiona Hill, during the impeachment process of Donald Trump. She was the ambassador uh, to Putin. She was one of the expert witnesses, and she said that in her testimony, and nobody picked up on that. I remember hearing that. She said, "Mr. Putin views American energy as such a threat that he's investing money via the Sierra Club to fight American fracking." And try to show how bad potentially American fracking is so they can curb development in America. So that way his production can be sold to Europe and he can move those things. And then guess what happened? They built two 36 inch dual 36 inch diameter pipelines from Russia to China to provide them natural gas. Meanwhile, the Sierra Club sits as chairman of boards and people making decisions on American oil and gas development, even in the state of Colorado, China is also funding 
through the Rocky Mountain Institute. They funded all those bullshit studies that they fed over here to Colorado in particular through the Rocky Mountain Institute saying, oh, natural gas appliances are bad. And then guess what happens? The American politicians buy into the same bullshit. So they're attacking development of oil and gas funded through the Sierra Club through Russia, trying to tell us how bad development is. They're also funding against natural gas appliances, which make us more reliant on China through Russia. Dude, it's absurd. You cannot make this up. And the truth is out there and it connects the dots, but people are ignoring it. Yeah. Because it hey, doesn't fit with their narrative. Yeah. But hey, you know, we're going to save the planet. You know, we're going to save the planet. We're going to save the planet by killing ourselves. Mm-hmm. You're destroying America. But, then we, I, but then we turn over a good planet yeah. to. To. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, who do we turn over a good planet to if we all die? It's a good thing we preserved we, it. Klaus Schwab. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All WEC. The, all those, all those great yeah. billionaires with their bunkers. Because yep. after we're all fighting over food and energy, they just disappear into a bunker, laughing. After they've taken our guns and taken our food and taken our fuel and taken our equipment, so we have to dig with a shovel to try to fight with them. And if we're lucky, we get some three D printed meat. Well, <laughs> smeat. Test yeah, tube smeat. meat. Yeah, yeah. Soylent green. Well, I, I, I'm really on the bandwagon with him. I think I'm going to convert the Harley, my Harley to electrical. I, I need a mm. sub though, a really good sub on there to make it really sound efficient. With the vibration, so, yeah, the vibratory yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wonder, All right. Yeah, you got to reduce the C decibels too, not just the A. Oh. How, how big a sail do you need on a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you fit under bridges? A wind turbine. Probably yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Probably too tall. Yep. You didn't need like a 40 foot sail to push an 800 pound motorcycle. But if you took <laughs> the engine out, it'd weigh less. And if you went on the bulimic diet, you'd weigh less. So you could win. There's some efficiencies here. Yeah. I see a path here. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind heat. Who needs that? That's that's for the birds. <laughs> You're racist. I see a bright future ahead for us. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know. It's all fun. You know, it's, it's, it's bringing awareness, right? And, it, and we make a lot of fun and we're talking a lot of smack about it, but, but this stuff is happening and it, and you it's have true. to be aware, right? To be aware, you must first be aware. So that's right. You know, be aware, be aware and you can, you can yeah. get involved. You can absolutely get involved. Um, maybe what we'll do is, uh, I don't know. We, we need to figure out a way to post links or something. Uh, maybe we can figure out a way to post links to like here in the state of Colorado to some of this stuff. Uh, you know, you can go to what used to be the cogcc.com uh, website here in Colorado or .co, um, but it's now the ECMC. ECMC. Uh, so you can go there. Uh, you can also go to the APCD, Air Pollution Control Division, and you can get involved in some of that. Um probably just go to Pulse's website too. Uh, anyway, and in your state, if you just start with the governor, you can probably go from the governor down and figure it out. So man, just get involved. Listen to some of this stuff because what I'll, I guess what I'll end on, I'll get off my soapbox, but what I'll end on is we, we say it, we've said it a lot. Energy touches everything, right? The higher the cost of energy, the higher the cost of everything all the way down to your food. So, when these folks are making these determinations and setting forth these policies that absolutely 
are against our way of life and the way that we should be living, you should be involved. You should get involved. You have a right. You have an obligation to be involved because they are literally reaching into your pocket and they are taking money out of your pocket. They're taking food off your table and they're putting it to bullshit policies that support China, Russia, and other foreign entities. And they're taking it directly out of your pocket. So please get involved. Mm -hmm. Just be aware. I mean, just educate yourself. That's kind of my goal for this year is to Mm -hmm. spend more time educating and so forth. But this is really happening. As much as we talk about it, it is happening. And it's scary. And stand up and start waving your arms and make a difference. Yep. Get involved. That's right. And look us up. Yeah, hit us up. If you you have questions or if you come across information or if you want information, if you email us, we will. I will. One of us will send you links to some of this stuff. Uh, And if you're in a different state and you're wondering how to start, we could even go as far as to look that up for you as well. And we'll send it to you because, hey, man, together we're stronger. So AmericanDudeocracy at gmail.com and look us up on Podbean. Of course, we're all over all the uh, podcast apps. So wherever you're streaming us, subscribe, give us a like, share us. Yeah. Let's get the word out, man. And let's fight this BS together. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening in. Appreciate it. Peace out.